0: And welcome to Sports Spectrum's Transformed with your host, Jade McCarthy, part of the Sports Spectrum Podcast Network. For more stories on sports and faith and to learn more about how you can subscribe to our Sports Spectrum magazine, check out sportsspectrum.com. Now, here's Jade McCarthy in Transformed. <laughs> Hi, friends. Always so great to have you here listening to us on Transformed. And I am super excited about the guest who is here with me today. Um, in his, uh, I don't know, previous version of his current life, I guess you could say. He was a professional soccer player. And now he is called pastor. He is called speaker. Uh, I feel fortunate in that in recent months, I think I can start to call him a friend. And that is something that is meaningful to me. And I am really grateful to have Jesse Bradley on the space here with me today, joining Transform. Jesse, how are you?
1: Jade, I'm doing well. Thanks so much for inviting me. And I appreciate you and how you're using your talents to encourage people, inspire people. And from Sports Center to this podcast, you just keep taking steps forward. And it's great to be together with you today.
0: Oh, gosh, it is all a journey for all of us, Jesse. And I think you know, the two of us sitting here um, together over zoom is a is just a, a point that we recognize that so much of it is the relationships that we find on the journey that make the journey along the way. Um, so just grateful for that and, and, uh, and the technology that that now allows us to do this this way right I mean years ago you could never do this the way we're doing it now.
1: That's right. The technology is a gift. And there's certainly a lot of confusing messages out there. So I love it that you're sharing stories. Stories are inspiring. And everyone's story is significant. And, you know, this podcast, and I've checked out the episode so far, it's like you're really getting to the heart of the stories and what's going on behind the scenes. And uh, that's where people want to dive in. So, uh, transparency, vulnerability, doubts, like that's what this podcast is all about.
0: Yep. A hundred percent, Jesse. And I thank you for listening. And and those are the stories I always love telling, um, you know, as a broadcaster, those feature stories that peeled back the curtain and made you say, oh gosh, that's why I want to root for that guy or that girl or whoever it was on, you know, on the field, on the slopes or, or whatever their sport of choice was. Um, so I, I want to start with you here and, and talk about that idea of transformation. And when I say that word, what comes to your mind, Jesse?
1: It's a rich word. There's a lot of layers. I think that we are intellectual, relational, emotional, spiritual, And there are discoveries I've had along the way that I didn't anticipate coming. I think the greatest blessings so often are unplanned. And then also the deepest transformation in my life has happened in the context of pain. And C.S. Lewis said that pain is a megaphone to rouse a deaf world. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I wasn't listening or I wasn't teachable, but there's something very humbling about going through trials that are bigger than what you can handle alone. And during that time, your character is revealed you know, who you trust is revealed. And also, you have to discover new paths of healing, new coping mechanisms. So I think it's in the fire that the deepest transformation happens. And I've heard it said too: the fruit is in the valley, not on the mountaintops as agricultural. And that's also a metaphor for our lives as well.
0: Yeah, I think that is so true, right? I mean, and and I think that there's little like slogans within our culture that pop up these days, right? Like, uh, you know, in terms of growth and, and discomfort, and you're you're not going to grow if you're comfortable, and all the and all those sort of. Jarred slogans that have popped up. Um, you know, I I think of, of of Under Armour like the only way is through. Um, right. But it's true. I mean, you you have to go through that stuff in order to to transform as an individual, as a family, as a group, a community, a business, whatever it may be. So when you think about those times of transforming through the fire in your life, yeah. what pops out, Jesse?
1: You know, the first test, I think, was when my parents were divorced and I was seven years old and I watched that happen. Our family was no longer together. And at that point in my life, you know, I went to some counselors, but really I invested my life in academics, athletics, and friends. And that really carried me in many ways through that difficult time. But then later in life, when I went to college and all those areas were flourishing, I couldn't figure out why I still had an emptiness inside. And sometimes we have views of success that if we check certain boxes or hit certain goals, you know, then we're going to feel awesome. And I just couldn't figure it out. There was dissonance because I knew on the inside, we all have an outside story people see, and then an inside story that not that many people know. And on the inside, I could not figure it out. And that's when I discovered a relationship with God. And that relationship right there changes everything. Uh, Spirituality is not compartmentalized into one day or one hour. And there was a love and a forgiveness that I started to receive for the first time. And I think in a lot of ways that prepared me because in Africa, my soccer career ended with a tragic illness and I was fighting for my life for one year and it took 10 years to fully recover. And there were changes in my mindset, my identity, my habits that I didn't even know I needed and I don't think it would have happened if I didn't go through that. So those are probably three major ones that, that stand out. Uh, but I think it's interesting how we want to make life comfortable. And there's just something <laughs> in us that's fighting to make it easy and efficient and safe. And as much as we try, there's so many things out of our control. And we, we are often in a position of reliance. And I think one major shift for me with transformation was instead of me being the ultimate and Uh, really calling the shots. Uh, My life has been better when I follow Jesus and he leads and I follow. And I Mm. think that shift for me that, uh, you know, Jesus is someone I can trust so much that even in the, the trials I despise or the discomfort I have when I'm tempted to be discouraged, it's a relief. It takes stress off me. And there's a peace that comes instead of, you know, me being the one who's all wise or self-sufficient or playing that game and that illusion. Well, instead, there's one who is faithful, who is kind, who is loving. And that comfort right there is the real comfort, not my bank account, not my schedule working just right today, not my to-do list. And that's the comfort I need every day, not just in the most intense trials.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think so much of it is like put down the backpack, right? Like we Mm. all carry around these backpacks that are laden with so many different rocks, binders, whatever books, whatever you want to call them, right. Whether it's, yeah. you know, the, the goals that you have or the relationship that you feel like you need to invest more in, or you need to fix, or, you know, whether it's what you're fighting for in terms of your health or mm-hmm. whether it's weariness or, uh, you know, all these different things that weigh us down. And it's like, you just have to put the backpack down and say, yeah. I don't have to carry this, I can let God carry this. And and he will, he will pick it up and, and he will take it off of you and, and put it onto himself. Practically, Jesse, like from yeah. a very practical standpoint,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: how do you live that out?
1: Great question. And I think practical is important and taking that jump from a spiritual truth to what does it look like today? What does it look like this week? One thing that was significant for me in my healing journey is what I call the power of the second thought, because we all have thousands of thoughts every day. Psychologists mm-hmm. say over 6,000 a day. And I wanna tell you that not all of our first thoughts are helpful. Some yeah. of them are destructive and selfish or impure, totally. unkind, all that. Yeah. And it, we get flooded with that, discouraging thoughts of despair. And as a goalkeeper, I was always trying to figure out how to keep the ball out of the back of the net and saving the ball uh, was you know, my livelihood well, there's also a battle between our ears and in the mind. And that when that first thought comes in, (laughs) massive, massive. And if you win that one, I'll tell you everything else is going to be affected in a positive way. And the replacing the first thought with a second thought, something intentional, you know, I started to take a Bible verse, and I would memorize it. And then when I was tempted to despair, be discouraged, because if you have a chronic illness, if you're experiencing many years of recovery it feels like you're not making progress you feel like you want to give up you feel hopeless well i would take a bible verse and i would say it out loud or i would make that my intentional thought what's true what's good and winning that battle you know keeping that negative thought out because we don't have to believe it harbor it entertain it we don't need to embrace it instead replace it intentionally with the second thought The renewing of your mind. And the Bible says God wants to renew your mind and his word will renew your mind. His thoughts are above ours. And that's one practical habit. I like to say there's four stages with a habit in learning. And the first one is unconscious incompetence. You don't know what you don't know. And then the second is going to be a conscious incompetence. Now you know, but you just can't get there. The, The third then is a conscious competence where you can do it if you try hard. And the fourth is unconscious competence where it comes naturally. And you think of those four stages from tying your shoe, you know, something simple like that to even that power of the second thought and thought replacement. And this was a habit that I had to develop, but now it comes more naturally. And when those negative thoughts come in, I identify them, I don't let them stick around, not in my house and then replace them with something that's gonna be healthy, that's gonna be positive. And that habit right there, that renewing of the mind, I gotta say that was a path towards victory when it felt like uh, there were no options and I felt trapped. Mm -hmm. And that's made all the difference.
0: Yeah. I've heard, I've heard others say, you know, it's about not listening to yourself, but speaking to yourself. Mm -hmm. And, And that's what comes to mind when you say that right now, the power of the second thought, because instead of listening to all the places that your mind is spiraling, you're speaking to yourself, you're speaking truth to yourself by taking that bible verse and reciting that to yourself as opposed to going down the rabbit hole like that, that we all know can be so damaging to on so yeah. many different levels of transformation right and and like That's you right. said god is calling us to renew our minds and and through that process through that transformative process we're trying to become what we hope is more Mm. like him and and more the way he created us beautifully and wonderfully made each and every one of us so when you think about those moments in in your life that have most shaped you and like Mm -hmm. through the fire to help you get on this path Mm -hmm. um what are the 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 biggest changes that you've seen because Mm -hmm. of them jesse
1: yeah well you know one is that i held on to resentment for so many years And I think there's no healing until it was revealing and revealing that resentment, seeing that it's there, and then letting uh, God's love change my heart so that I knew I was forgiven by God, and then I forgave everyone fully. And that's a new habit that's continued, you know, started as a young adult and is continued now where every day I'm going to forgive everyone fully. Healing might be a process, but that forgiveness is a choice. That changed my relationships. Another one is my view of God. And You know, I had a view of God that he was only interested in my success. And when I did well, and I learned that I need to let him in to the parts of my life that are ugly, to the sin, to the emptiness, to some of the areas where I feel so low, to let him in and let him heal. Like you were saying earlier, give him my burdens so I don't Mm -hmm. have to carry them. And when I do that, there's affirmation. And there's three levels of affirmation. I think there's self-talk and self-affirmation, which is good. Make sure, you know, it's accurate. Then there's what other people say, and that's helpful too. And then the third most powerful is what God says about you and your identity. See, I had an identity that was based in performance and how well I could perform, you know, in school and then also on the athletic field. And that's a trap. It's a roller coaster ride. It goes, it leads to inflated or deflated pride or shame in that. Because right, it's all built
0: upon how many soccer balls did you save that day?
1: Yeah. What's your goal? Did you, p- did you pitch a
0: shutout? Because if you right. did, then you're going to have a great rest of the day. If not, that's it. all of a sudden, you're not feeling so good.
1: Exactly. And what a trap. And it's so easy to do that in a culture that bases our worth on what we do. But what we do is not who we are. And it shouldn't be linked at all. Anything you can lose, anything that's going up and down like that, it's going to be a a cruel ride. So instead, uh, receive God's love, put your identity in his presence, drop that anchor, because identity is a choice, drop that anchor there. Uh, Hope is choosing joyfully to trust someone or something. And when your trust is in God, including your identity, if we can trust Jesus to forgive our sins for eternity, we can trust him with our identity. We can trust him in forgiving other people. We can trust him in affirmation. And out of that trust, there's this foundation. My house was on the sand. My life was falling apart. I know what it's like to feel hopeless and not have direction, not know if the doctors are are going to uh, be able to heal me at all. Uh, And then them saying they can't, you know, and then no guarantee that I'd ever improve. And I learned if I'm in my right mind, if I have physical health or strength, the abilities I'm able to use each day, that is a gift. And I'm going to savor that gift. And with the foundation uh, of Christ's love, like, I want to have a purpose that makes a difference and brings hope to people around the world. And Jesse, that was fueled out of the pain.
0: Yeah, Jesse Bradley joining us here on Transformed. And and I guess I want to take you back to that, that time, right? Where you, you didn't know, like, were the doctors going to be able to heal you and were you going to get through it? And what I wonder is, did you need to go through that to get to where you are now? But mm-hmm. not only that, was it where you are now and- being able to view that as a possibility that helped get you through that? Like how did that circle go, if you will, Jesse?
1: Right. I didn't have a plan beyond sports and goalkeepers can play till they're 40 in soccer. So I just <laughs> made a long career. I thought maybe coaching after that, sports psychology is interesting. Becoming a pastor was not on my radar. And God knows us. God knows you. He made you. Like you said, Jade, all of us are wonderfully made in his image. And just like an appliance, you go to the maker to find out all the potential and the capabilities. When you go to God and listen, and listening is important, not just talking to him, but you listen to his voice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and be slow to speak, quick to listen. Oh, that's hard for extroverts. It yes. really is. But <laughs> even with God, spend that time listening because we can go a lot of wrong directions, a lot of unnecessary headaches, a lot of effort that's not really going to produce the fruit we desire. And when you listen to God, and Jesus says, my sheep know my voice, don't listen to the stranger's voice. We live in a noisy culture, so many voices clamoring for our attention, social media, our phones, everything else. Guard that time because there's healing in his voice, there's direction, there's clarity, there's courage. And when you hear his voice, that's the only voice you need. I mean, God alone is a majority. And that voice led me uh, to become a pastor, Uh, that voice led me on a journey I didn't anticipate with healing. I had to change some of my coping mechanisms and not just try harder, but instead that path of reliance and prayer, that, that path of uh, even fasting, things that just weren't in my life. And they started to become part of that rhythm, that healthy spiritual rhythm. And then there's no limits to what God can do. Don't despise small beginnings, build on islands of strength, and then each opportunity, make the most of it. And God will direct your path Uh, It's hard to direct a parked car, but when you start in motion, uh, God is going to guide you, empower you. It's going to be an amazing journey. And I want to say to anyone who's going through a low point right now, that that low point you're going through, that will often become the very way that you connect, encourage, and inspire other people. That'll become your greatest connection point and story and the way God meets you there. And he will meet you there. He will meet you there every time, just cry out to him humbly. And he is faithful in what he does in that low place. You're going to end up touching so many lives because of what happened in those moments. And I I look back and it was brutal. I I can't tell you how awful it was to go through the side effects of this medication from my heart beating 160 beats a minute, atrial flutter, abnormalities with my rhythm, pain in the left side of my chest day and night. And then panic attacks, waves of depression, so many things in my body and system that just completely were out of control, out of my control. But that's where God met me and started to restore and direct my life.
0: It's that, it's that surrender. And it's that recognition that we have to rely on him. And I think sometimes, you know, the the way we're, we're wired culturally, it is the complete opposite. Yeah. Because it's I can do this. I can achieve this. I can gain this. And it's like, it's all centered on that. Mm-hmm. And even when you put it in a team setting, we can do this. Like, but, but if you're not, if you're not clear on the, the maker of everything and like the foundation of, of a firm one of rock, not of sand, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it, it, it can all just come, come peeled away. And, and I think sometimes like the, 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 like you said, when you're, you you were performance driven and that was your identity. Right. And like, I mean, I can yeah. certainly relate to that. Like, I felt like so much of my identity was being in a ESPN sports center anchor like that, cause that was what I strived for. Um, and when that gets ripped away, it's, it's really hard all of a sudden, but, but until you have that moment mm-hmm. where it's torn off and it's gone, like you're, you're not going to realize it. You're like right. God's not going to be able to get through. So he has yes. to use those times in, in order to really reach us as hard That's as right. that can be, Jesse.
1: Yes, that's right. Well, that's when we get raw. That's when we get authentic. That's when we take off some of the masks and the fronts. And instead, like we become in a place with God where we're known, we're loved, we're secure. And yeah. we realize sometimes that our lives need to get recalibrated. Mm-hmm. And, and I love the passion that God brings. I think pain forges and fuels a passion and a purpose. And uh, Jade, you're ending with SportsCenter wasn't how you planned. It, it wasn't ideal. But then look what God's doing. And I think we really, during the pandemic, have a sense of urgency. Like this is a time to make a difference. I mean, you launching this podcast, I see what you're doing and the speaking opportunities and what God is stirring right now in your heart. I mean, something similar for me the last two years. And just seeing that I was mainly in just a Christian environment, which is great but it's time to reach out to other people. And a couple of statistics that caught my attention during the pandemic, the Census Bureau said that half of Americans feel hopeless. And then Center of Disease Control says there's never been a time where there's been more overdoses uh, resulting in death because of drugs. And then one other one, the American Psychological Association said that we are more stressed out than ever before (laughs) as a country. And I look at those facts and I think there's stories behind that. There's people I love. There's people in my neighborhood. I have friends, relatives, family, uh, all of these people. And we're going through it together. We need a greater unity, a greater love, love our neighbors. And I think when we share our stories with each other, we learn from each other, when we can share the goodness of God with each other and not be afraid or silent or intimidated, but just celebrate God's love and goodness. I mean, that's when we're gonna see the most transformation. Right,
0: right. No, I think it's so true. Like it's it's being willing to be vulnerable and then it's Mm -hmm. it's also being intentional, excuse me, intentional about being grateful. Like, it's like those two things yeah. are, are just huge pillars, I think, in terms yes. of being able to transform and move forward um, in, in a positive way and to, to share God's love for all of us in that, in that space. Um, right. Lastly, before we go, Jesse, I just want to ask, um, at, like, as like the practical application, because we've talked so much about listening and listening for God, um, yeah. what is your practice in order to be able to do that.
1: Mm -hmm. You just mentioned gratitude. And I'll tell you one place it started was giving thanks to God, because listening to God is listening to what he's doing in your life and what he's providing and what he's still blessing you with. And I call it a gritty gratitude because I learned how to give thanks at the time where I felt the least thankful. Mm -hmm. And I started writing down 10 things I'm thankful for every day not just abstract gratitude, but thanking God specifically, because he's the giver of all good things. And that silence, uh, thanking God, listening, it reminds you when you thank God of what you have. And not only thanking him for currently what you have, But also, you know, when I think of the journey from the hand to the sand to the land, I call it the Israelites, they were under the hand of bondage and slavery, they broke free, then they were in the sand in the wilderness. But there were two that had a different spirit and gratitude. And they were thanking God for what he's already provided his promises. And Joshua and Caleb stepped into the promised land when a generation stayed doing circles in the wilderness. And I think that listening to God gave them confidence. And I spend time in his word, I like to read three chapters in the morning, every morning, that's just Mm -hmm. part of my morning Win or morning ritual. uh, I like to go for walks. Almost every day I go for a walk and I don't talk much. I just walk and listen to God. And those might sound like simple things, but habits are powerful. And when yes. you do intentional things and small, and you keep repeating those, it ends up with massive results. And I can't think of a better habit than just listening to God's word. And now you can do it on the phone and play it. You know, my son's doing it now too. So it's, I, I just love seeing my son, you know, hungry for God's word too. And I know he's listening to God. And I just want to, anyone who's out there today and, and listening to this podcast, just make it a habit, spend a little time on God's word, spend a little time not talking and being still, and just listen for his voice. Some days you're going to hear more, some days you're going to hear less, that's okay, just keep seeking him and listening. And there's there's one passage in the Bible where someone's learning to listen to God, and they simply say, uh, speak Lord, your servant is listening. Mm -hmm. And it's a humble, ready, quiet, stilled, you know, listening because you cherish that voice and you take that posture and you're just going to start to become more familiar with that voice. And it's a lifelong journey, lifelong learners, but that listening is vital in your Mm -hmm. spiritual life and it'll roll into every other part of your life.
0: It's so true. Stay curious, you know, stay curious for what what God has in store for you. And the more that you listen and the more curious you are about it, then the more you're going to transform and the more you're going to grow closer to God. And that is just a beautiful picture in my mind like you you you, that is only a picture that the creator of the universe can paint and and i love that i love that jesse bradley thank you so much this has been um just just an inspiring conversation for me and i certainly hope the same for our listeners and and something tells me that you're going to come back on again i hope and we're going to get to dive into more of this because there's so much great stuff here
1: Thanks so much for this invitation. And Jay, thanks for all your content. I mean, not only this podcast, but social media, you're always bringing quotes and different things to help us think to help us grow closer to God. And just keep doing that. I I feel like you're, although you've done so much, and you had such an awesome career with ESPN. I feel like there's something coming that's going to be amazing in this season for you. So keep trusting God and using your gifts for the Lord to encourage and inspire the people.
0: Mm, Absolutely. Thank you so much for those kind words, Jesse. And I think any way in which we can bring God's love and positivity to this world is, is a wonderful thing to do each and every day. Like you said, forge those habits. Um, and that's certainly what I strive to do. So so I thank you for that. And I thank you for all your work in, in bringing God's love to everybody as well, because I just think it's so powerful and he, he can move like the power of one is is amazing. So that's it's, right. it's pretty special. And if Jesse anyone Bradley. listening
1: wants to connect, uh, JesseBradley.org. I just love these conversations. If you're just yeah. starting to learn about Jesus or you have some questions, let's talk. So thanks again, Jade.
0: I just love the energy that Jesse brings and also just the practicality, right? Like the different ideas and practical applications that he's suggested throughout the course of the conversation that we shared and, and ways in which that we can all apply them in our own life and practice them, you know, whether it is the three chapters that he reads every day or the walk that he goes on, which reminded me of, of John Gordon, who takes his gratitude walks every day as well. We've heard from him and his wife, Catherine, in this space, if you missed that podcast, please go back, take a listen. Again, lots of practical applications for transformation in your life came from that conversation as well. And obviously Jesse uh, referenced several Bible verses throughout the course of our conversation, but another one that came to mind for me Um, actually came from a devotional that I've been reading lately. And it is Isaiah 28, which says, listen and hear my voice, pay attention and hear what I say. And I think so much of what Jesse was encouraging all of us to do is really to, to listen, to create that space to listen and to create that space in which you're willing to take the action after you listen to follow through and to take those steps and to move forward in the direction in your life that God is encouraging you and calling you to do. As always, so grateful that you've joined us here on Transformed, and we encourage you to check out everything else on the Sports Spectrum Podcast Network as well as on our website, sportsspectrum.com. Until next time, live and love with intention. I'm Jade McCarthy.